We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. We thank you for tuning in, for having the hunger for Jesus Christ to want to listen to truth. That's what this broadcast stands for. I believe in Jesus and I believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world, the Messiah, and I'm proud to be able to speak it. I'm proud, aren't you, all you saints, all my brothers, all my sisters. There's no greater name than Jesus Christ. Oh, what a day that will be when I see my Jesus face to face. Won't it be awesome? Now, my brothers and sisters in the Lord are probably out there saying, Amen, hallelujah, praise God. But those that don't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior aren't saying amen because they can't witness to my excitement over even just the mention of his name. And I'm here to tell you what Jesus has put on my heart for you today. On the last broadcast, we ministered about Jesus Christ uh, being the Son of God. And I want to kind of just pick up from that train of thought. The Lord was bringing forth truth by showing what other religions that don't believe he's the son of God, that only believe he's a prophet or a teacher or a good man, when going around doing good things. We kind of paralleled that, and we showed where in the word of God it totally and completely proves from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation that Jesus was not a human being. It just makes me want to weep when I think that anyone would be so deceived to to think that they could even say Jesus was a human being. But that's what deception does. Deception causes you to believe a lie. The last religion that I had spoken about on the last program was about the Muslim faith. Muslims claim that the Bible is corrupt. They cannot present proof that the Bible has been so corrupted that its message has changed. They can't prove that. The Muslims must insist that the Bible is corrupt, for they claim that the biblical prophets taught the same message that Islam proclaims, which is not true. I want to give you some facts about what the Muslims believe in order for you to be able to see the truth in what the Christians believe. We pray for Muslims to repent of their unbelief in Christ, and we're praying that they will see the light and that they will come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. We do not hate other religions. We are not taught in Christianity to hate those that don't believe the same thing that we do, like some religions teach, to hate everyone that doesn't believe in their God. Christians are not taught such a thing. Jesus taught us to love our worst enemy, but that we were commissioned to speak the truth about him in hopes that the enemies of our religion would one day be saved. We do not hate you. We pray for you. We want you to come out of the deception and come into the light. We want you to know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the only one and only living and true God. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. There is no other way into freedom than through faith in Jesus Christ, 
and in what the Word of God, the Bible, says about him. In the Muslim faith, the Quorum's own words about the Bible support the Bible's accuracy. See how confused they are? For the Quorum claims that no one can alter God's words. <laughs> well, the Muslims strongly assert that the Quorum cannot be altered. There is none that can alter the words, says Allah in their own Bible. The Quorum acknowledges that the Old Testament law and the gospel came from God. Now, do you see the confusion? Let me follow on to lead you into truth, to bring forth the faults in order for you to know the truth. It was, it says in their Bible, we who revealed the law to Moses. Therein was guidance and light. And in their footsteps we sent Jesus, the son of Mary. I'm reading out of the Muslim's Bible. Confirming the law that had come before him, we sent him the gospel. Therein was guidance and light and confirmation of the law that had come before him, a guidance and an admonition to those who fear Allah. Let the people of the gospel judge by what Allah hath revealed therein. If any do fail to judge by the light of what Allah has revealed, they are no better than those who rebelled. To thee we sent the scripture in truth, confirming the scripture that came before it and guarding it in safety. That comes out of the Bible that the Muslims call truth. That's not truth. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Therefore, if the Bible was corrupted, it must have been after Allah wrote it. But we possess manuscripts older than A.D. 650. For all the books in the Bible, and they all contain the same message, are found in the modern Bible. The Bible cannot be corrupted as Muslims claim it to be, for it does not cause confusion. It does not contradict itself as their Bible does. Their Bible says that Jesus wrote the Gospels, but yet that he is not God. I want you to understand this, that the Bible came and was written under the inspiration of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, not Allah. Allah is not the true and living God. Jesus Christ is. And only through believing in him can you have an eternity in heaven. I pray that you will understand that the Word of God was written through the apostles that Jesus Christ himself called. They believed that Jesus was the Son of God. They didn't compromise the Word. They believed that Jesus was holy, that Jesus was not born of a woman that had already been married, he was born of a virgin. I want you to understand that the word of God, again, I say, does not contradict itself. In John 12, 37, it says, Even after Jesus had done all these miraculous signs in their presence, some still would not believe. 
There is still lies all over the world. Jesus is speaking to people around the world that are still believing lies. He is still speaking to you the truth just as he did when he walked upon the face of the earth because he told us in the written word of God that he was going to die on that cross that we could believe in the blood that he shed and accept him as our personal savior and have the promise of eternal life. No other God has done this for you. Allah did not die for you on a cross. He did not shed his blood for you. Only Jesus Christ did. It is written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in His name only. Not in any other name, not in any other God's name, not in Joseph Smith, not in Allah, not in any other God's name, but the one and only true God and His name is Jesus Christ. And if you don't believe that he's the son of God, then you have no hope of heaven. But you will end up in a place called hell. And Jesus does not want you to enter into hell. He desires, he's tearing right now and not coming back because he desires that none should perish. He loves all of you that don't even believe in him. He gave his life. He suffered. He bore yours the sins of the world upon him. No other God has done such a thing as this. I challenge you to get a hold of the Holy Bible. And I challenge you to read the Gospel of John. I challenge you to study the birth of all the way of Christ, all the way through to his death and his resurrection. I challenge you to compare it to the lies that you have been taught. And I challenge you to ask Jesus to reveal himself to you. And I know what will happen. Jesus will meet that challenge. You know why? Because he loves you. Even though you would spit in his face. Even though you would, you would call him uh, and accuse him of having the spirit of Satan himself. Beelzebub. Even though you would accuse him of blasphemy when he says that he is God and that he can forgive sins. He still loves you. And he's still praying for you. And he wants to bring you out of your deception. And the only way out is to speak the truth that he is the one and only living God. Amen. And that there is no other. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. And, uh, and Jesus is the word. In John 1, 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and the only one who came from the Father, full of grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Jesus is seen as the promised Messiah in the book of Matthew. In the book, the apostle Mark shows Jesus as the obedient, humble servant. In the book of Luke, Jesus is seen as the perfect one. John reveals Jesus as the almighty God. The word is the creator of God. And Jesus was the word and is the word. 
The great miracle worker. Yes, he was. <laughs> Hallelujah. He had the power to change water into wine. And he has power over death. And he is the only one that has the power to forgive men of their sins, wash them, cleanse them. And he's the only one that can change a human being's hard heart. He is the son of man and he offers salvation. He is the Messiah. He will quench your spiritual thirst and he will give you living water. You that are listening that don't believe in my Jesus, you are still thirsty for truth. Even if your conscience is seared cold, you're still listening to this broadcast because there's a void in you. There is a void because you believe a lie. You're still seeking the true Messiah. And I've come to tell you who it is. Just by the mention of his mere name, demons fear and tremble. And I'm telling you who it is. It's Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Jesus is the bread of life. Christ, he is the Christ he possesses all divine authority. He is the promised Messiah and he's about to come back. And he desires that multitudes come out of the valley of Jehoshaphat, the valley of decision, and accept him as their personal savior even now. I don't have to see it to believe it. I know that the word of God is being sent forth, that the power of his spirit is upon the teaching of the word today. And it, uh, he is pricking the hearts of the hard hearts. And he is causing you to know, maybe not understand right now, but you know that you're hearing the truth. And don't be afraid of what man might do or say. You fall upon your knees and confess that you are a sinner and that you have believed in another God and that you repent of that and you repent of all your sins. And Jesus will come and he will save your soul. And then you will have, and only then, the promise of an eternity in heaven. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. He comes to set people that are in darkness, that don't believe in him free, people that are bound by sin. Jesus came to save set his people free. Uh, Jesus teaches that he is equal in power, in glory, and in substance to the Father who sent him into the world. Jesus Christ is the light that heals the blinded eyes. Blinded spiritual eyes are opening, hallelujah, even right now, just by the mention of his name, Jesus, that great and powerful, one and only true and living God. Jesus is the shepherd that saves his sheep. He's the good shepherd who laid down his life for all mankind. And then he took it up again and he protects those that belong to him. Oh, you can kill my body, but you can't kill my soul. Hallelujah. My God protects me and promises all those that believe in him eternal life. He is the resurrection and the life. He rose Lazarus from the dead and he himself rose from the dead by that same power. You, when you repent of your sins, will come out of darkness into the marvelous light called Jesus Christ and you will have life forever if you continue to follow him he is the king of Israel but he is also the king of all nations he's the promised Messiah and if you are Jewish and you are still waiting and believing that the Messiah has not yet come you believe a lie Jesus has already come and you know it you know the parallel from the prophet Isaiah all the way through from Matthew to Revelation that you cannot deny if I just challenge you 
Go get you a New Testament and take that New Testament and everything that Jesus Christ fulfilled and compare it to the Old Testament that you read it all the time and you will see that it is undoubtedly Jesus Christ who died on Calvary was truly the Son of God. And he will forgive you for not believing in him. And he'll save your soul. And he'll bring those spiritual blinders off of your eyes. And you will know that you know that you know that you've been wrong all your life. That Jesus truly is the Messiah and he's about to come back. And then Jesus will use you to win many, many to Christ. Jesus was the servant. He even predicted that his betrayer would deny him. Jesus knows all things. He is the way, the truth, and the light. He is the true vine. Amen. He produces fruit through branches. Hallelujah. He causes you to bear spiritual fruit for the kingdom of God once you believe in Him. If you're, if you're out there doing good works and you don't even believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, let me tell you this, your works are going to be burnt and your soul will be lost. You aren't saved by works. You're saved by grace. Hallelujah. And I pray that you will come into the truth so that you can start working in the true kingdom of God for Jesus Christ and for his glory. Jesus is the conqueror. He has overcome the world. He teaches that the Holy Spirit is coming to his followers. The Holy Spirit will come and dwell within you when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Jesus is the great intercessor, the high priest, and he prays for his followers. What other God do you know is praying for their followers? No, those other false gods want you just to pray for that God. They don't pray for you. Glory to God. Oh, open your eyes and see the truth. Open your ears and hear the truth and come out of your lies. Uh, Jesus Christ was born in Nazareth. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus is an awesome. I'm sorry. He was born in Bethlehem. He was raised in Nazarene. And uh, the Nazarene overwhelmed the soldiers when they came to arrest him and they fell glory to God by the mention of his name Jesus Christ is the Lord of Lords and he still raises the dead he still saves the lost hallelujah Jesus is the Lord of love he loves you He'll forgive you. He forgave Peter when Peter denied him. He'll forgive you because you've denied him as being the son of God. He wants to restore fellowship with you. He died that he might be able to do that. And Jesus is crying out unto you. Oh, that he desires that you would repent of your sins and come to him in full faith. Glory to God. Jesus is awesome. The prophecies of Jesus have been fulfilled. Prophecies of him in the Old Testament. Revelations 19 and 10 says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Jesus rose from the dead. Glory to God. He loves you. He wants to change your life. He wants to bring you into a place where he can Create in you his very own image. Romans 6 and 4 says, We were therefore buried with him through the baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Jesus has a new life for you. If you will just repent of your sins and come to him, you will begin to know and to understand that everything that the word of God has spoken about Jesus is true. Some people lie and say that Jesus Christ did, did not.
say that he was God in the Bible, yet it's all over the Bible. You know, we choose what we believe. Amen. So we choose right now to end this program with a challenge. Get in the word of God. Listen to this. Glory to God. God is good. God wants you to know the truth. And he says, get in the word of God and he'll reveal the truth to you. Amen. It's a lie that, that some people are going around saying that when Jesus died that the disciples stole his body. That lie is still all over the Mideast. It is not true. Matthew 28, 12, and 15, if you'll get in the word of God, you will find the truth there. Glory to God. It is a fact. Amen. That Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Some say that the women went to the wrong tomb. How foolish that is. It's all over the Bible. It proves that that is a lie. If you're writing down notes, write down John 26 through 29. You'll find the truth there. They didn't go to the wrong tomb. They went to the right one. He had resurrected. Glory to God. And he was no longer dead. It is important that you search the word of God. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You're still in your sins. How could we believe such a lie as this? We need to go to the word of God to simply find the truth. Paul referred to Jesus as the son of God and the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. Peter referred to Jesus as God and Savior. Thomas refers to Jesus as my Lord and my God. John refers to Jesus as the Word. And the Word was God. Jesus even says that He and God the Father are one. John 10 and 30, I and the Father are one. It's irrefutable. It's all over the Word of God. In Hebrews, Jesus is called God. In Hebrews 1, 8, it says about the Son, He says, Your throne of God will last forever and ever, and righteousness will be the scepter of your kingdom. In 1 John 5 and 20, He is called the true God, the eternal life. We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know He who is true, and we are him who is true, even in his son, Jesus Christ. He is the true and the eternal God. In the book of Philippians, Jesus is described as being in the very nature of God. Philippians 2, 5 and 6, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider it equality with God something to be grasped, because he already had. It. it was given to him. They are one. In the book of Colossians, Jesus is fully shown as God. In Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. And that is Colossians 2, 9 and 10. In the very gospel of John, Jesus is called the great I am. You need to look back at Exodus 3 and 14 where it says, I tell you the truth. Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. That's in John 8 and 58. Now Jesus said, before Abraham was born, I am. So all of you that have the wrong perception about Jesus, yet you believe in Abraham, you better get the New Testament and find out the full truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God. In the book of Romans, Jesus is called God over all. Romans 9 and 5, Paul said, there are the patriarchs and 
patriarchs and from them is traced the human ancestry of Jesus who is God over all and forever and should be praised. I close this broadcast this morning with prayer. There is much more that we could look at to prove to you in the word of God that Jesus is the Son and the Savior of the world and the Messiah that has already been born of a virgin, died on Calvary, rose on the third day, ascended after 40 days after the resurrection, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and He is making intercession for you. He's praying right now that you receive the Scriptures that have been spoken, for they are His Word, and He is the Word, and the Word always was. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. No one created him. He is the creator of all things. And I just pray for you right now that are of another faith and of, are of another belief. I pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you reach out, oh Lord God, over the highways and the byways and into all the nations of this world. I'm honored that I was able to lift up the Son of Man's name today. And you promised me, Lord, that when the Son of Man is lifted up, you would draw all men unto him. I pray, Lord God, that there are multitudes repenting of their unbelief. I pray right now, Lord, that the people, your people have been strengthened, that we have given them ammunition in the word of God to go out there and confront false religions with the truth. And Lord, I pray, Jesus, that many come to know you as their personal Savior after listening to your precious word. I pray they feel your love. You're not angry at them, Lord. You're angry at the lie and the one that creates the lie. And we know that's Satan, the father of lies. But you died for these people. And many there are in that valley of decision. Many there are right now that are being tugged and torn by the lies that they've been taught. But I pray, Holy Spirit, that your power and your strength avail, that your grace will be there. As there are even so many right now saying, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is the truth. Oh, I pray for them to accept truth right now and not walk away unsure. Oh, I bind you, Satan, in the name of Jesus, that your lies cannot take root again. And I pray, Jesus, that they will ask you to come forgive them of their sins and come into their heart and be the Lord of their life. And I praise you, Jesus, and I thank you, Jesus, that many are coming out of false religion because they heard the truth, just the mention of the Son of God's name. And remember, every knee one day shall bow, and every tongue shall confess one day that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. But he doesn't want you to be, oh, one that has never done it before then. He wants you to do it now. He wants you to bend your knee now and confess that Jesus Christ is the Savior, the Messiah of the world, the very Son of God. 
and he will come in and sup with you. His Holy Spirit will come in and dwell in your heart. He and the Holy Spirit will come into your heart and live. And he will give you life. For he is life. God bless you. We're praying for you. We're praying for the saints around the world. We're praying for the lost to be saved. Remember, I believe in Jesus and I'm free. He brought me out of darkness and I'm free. No longer does sin have dominion over my life. He and only he can set you free. God bless you. Take a big hug from Jesus. God loves you. He's coming back soon. Spread the gospel in Jesus' name.